in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbossitdown.com. Hey, it's G-Force O'Neal. Thanks for listening to my dad and his boyhood friend, Mr. Ron. All right, you guys, welcome to episode 517 of the Ron and Don Show. This is a bonus episode. It's just about real estate. It's going to be about 10, 15 minutes. We do this every Friday, and we do it because a lot of you are really interested after you've sat down with us. You're interested in finding more out more about real estate and how it works. Today, what I want to do is talk a little bit about something that we've been running into with some of our clients that are older. It's something called a reverse mortgage. And I can remember last year, one of my very good friends, who's also my electrician, his father had passed away. He left a house here in Seattle. I believe he was 96 years old. And it was such a cool house. It was a time warp. When you walked in there, he had the bar downstairs, he had the dance floor, he had the disco ball. It was still dressed up for Christmas. Can we just pause right for a second? Yeah. I have not seen you light up more than when you saw he had these bar stools that were wrapped and it was like it was a red sparkle plastic vinyl like yeah. you would see at a pizzeria in the Midwest and what was it you like lit up like the 4th of July when where, you I grew, saw where I grew up in the Midwest every basement every every grandma and grandpa's basement uh, especially for homes that were built in World War II had a, a finished and unfinished part of the basement. The unfinished part of the basement was always scary to me because that's where the washer and dryer were and you had to go over. And then the finished part, where there was usually a little bar. Maybe there's a sofa down there, a place to... Uh, uh, we had a black phone where Santa uh, Santa Claus would call. We had our Glenrock pop. And then we had these bar stools that we would spin around in as kids. So we'd go down the basement, we'd play on those stools, and these would be the same stools that all our relatives would sit on when we're having a Christmas Eve party. Was it the exact same plastic exact finish? same stools and so anyway i did a deal with my friend i said uh i want those stools so we 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 did a deal and in fact i may i may have a couple of those stools uh, around somewhere <laughs> right now they were great yeah so 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 anyway what was interesting about this is he said hey my dad is 96 he has a reverse mortgage on his house and so we picked up the phone. We called the reverse mortgage people. And I'm going to let Ron pick it up from here because we are now, as we as we deal with a lot of you, especially if you're boomers, you'll call us and say, hey, my mom passed away. My dad passed away. They both passed away. We're doing a court probate. But a lot of you are dealing with reverse mortgages and you don't know what to do with it. You don't know what it means. You don't know if it was a good deal or a bad deal. And I have to say... For some older people that run out of cash, that are house rich and cash poor, sometimes that reverse mortgage for them is the only way that they can stay in the house. But trying to undo that reverse mortgage when you don't know what you're doing, it can be difficult. And this one was difficult. It was very difficult. Let's think about the concept for a minute. What is a mortgage? A mortgage is I want to buy a piece of real estate and I don't have the money. So I go to a lender and I use their money to buy the house 
and then I pay them back over time with interest, right? Everyone understands that what a, what a mortgage is, I hope. Uh, I'm borrowing the money and to buy something that I live in, and over the course of 15 years or 30 years, I pay it back plus interest. What's a reverse mortgage? You own the house, and you don't have any cash. And so now you go to a lender who gives you cash in exchange for what? What are they exchanging it for? Well, you are going to pay them back with interest again, but also uh, you are giving them rights to the house. So that, so in a sense, it, it completes that circle. At one point, a bank owned the house and you borrowed the money until you paid it off, and now you own the house. Now a bank is or a lender is coming back in, and they don't own the house. They're going to lend you money again, and the end result is you either pay them back or they get the house back, right? And so that's the part where I think that many people, especially uh, if you're older, um, you it's not really clearly explained to them what the consequences are of this reverse mortgage. They think, I'm just getting a loan. What they're really doing is putting this company on the title of their house. This company now becomes in the first position uh, on title, meaning that let's say let's say you had a reverse a house worth a million dollars and you had a reverse mortgage for a hundred thousand dollars. So it sounds like not that much. And then the person dies and your son or daughter comes in and they're like, I'm named in the will. Uh, to, to inherit my mom and dad's house. It's worth a million dollars. And this reverse mortgage company gets to step in because they're legally on title. And they have a whole legal department that's going to make sure they're on the title. And they're going to say, not so fast. We are the first position lien holders on this house. And they're like, well, what do you mean? You either come up with, and it's not going to be a hundred grand. It's going to be a hundred grand plus interest, plus fees, plus the closing costs, plus any late payment penalties, plus any document fees, et cetera, et cetera. So let's call it 125 grand. And you might go, really, Ron? It's going to be 25% to unwind this? If you want the house back. If you want the house back. If you want the house back, yeah. But the house is worth a million dollars. So let's say that the, the kids now, they don't have 125 grand in cash. What do you do? Well, the clock is ticking. There's all sorts of provisions in, in all the reverse mortgage contracts I've seen. There's all sorts of, 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 you're on the clock. You have to perform according to the contract. Or what happens? The reverse mortgage company gets the title to the house. If you default on that loan, most of the time, and I'm not talking, I, I, don't, I haven't read every single reverse mortgage company's uh, paperwork. Most of the time, though, that they are going to stake a claim to the house. Uh, and they're going to pay off the the note, and then you'd have to get into a legal battle to see how the proceeds are going to be distributed. That turns into a huge nightmare uh, for the family. They're not. They don't. It's just. It's you're going to go down a bad path. So, the thing that I would hope that this episode would hit some people at the point is, I think what drives most reverse mortgages is a sense of shame, in a in a sense of embarrassment. You've been a, a successful person. You've purchased a house. You've been a productive member of society for decades. You had a, a long working life. And now you're in a position where you're, you own a home. This is what you dreamed of, especially in previous generation. Like if you're my folks generation or your folks or your grandparents, that was the American dream in air quotes to own your own home. And so these folks did that. They own their own home. And now they get to the point where taxes keep going up every year. Cost of living is going up every year. Uh, they, they don't have enough cash because they're not working any longer. Social security 
isn't keeping up with inflation, whatever it is. And so they're embarrassed and ashamed of how did I get myself in this spot? I thought I was smarter than this. I thought I knew more than this. How is this happening to me? And so they get solicited uh, either through mail or, you know, people go comb through the county records and they look for, you can sort by how many people have lived in their house for more than 25 years. And they send you mail all the time. It's public record. And so finally they go, oh, I'm going to look into this. You meet with a salesperson. Next thing you know, you sign this deal, not knowing the ramifications fully. And so I guess what I would like to encourage people to do is there are more ways to get there than, than a reverse mortgage. And so there are different, this is what run it on sit downs are all about. I wish more people sat down with us before they got the reverse mortgage instead of after they got the reverse mortgage, it's like, Hey, help me get out of this thing. Uh, that's usually when they call us. I would love it if they called us at the stage where it's like, I'm getting 53 pieces of mail a day on reverse mortgages. I'm thinking about doing this. Is this a good idea? Call us then. Yeah. And what, and what happens is sometimes as couples get older, partners get older, or sometimes if your partner has passed away and you're in that house, some people want to get out, but a lot of people want to stay because it's familiar to them. And then also just your, your brain starts, not, not every older person develops dementia, but as we get older, uh, all of us have to be sure that we keep our brain sharp. And sometimes when you're in a house where you know how the coffee maker works and you know how the dishwasher works and you know how the stairs work and you just, you know how the washer and dryer, you just, you just kind of want to stay in that house because everything in that house works. Uh, it's an old brain pattern, right? It's, it's. Um, I, I had a person come to my house the other day that, that has come to my house for a long time and they're beginning to struggle with dementia, but they know the code of my front door. Cause it's been the same code for a very long time. Cause it's part of the, the, the short-term memory and the long-term memory are in completely different parts of the brain. So the long-term memory is all there, but not the short. And so sometimes as people get older, they want to stay in those houses. They don't want to go to a 55 and older. They don't need care. They don't think, or if they're going to get care, they want care to come to the house. Reverse mortgage companies know that. And they say it's, it's easier for you to stay in your house. Sometimes people shouldn't stay in their house. Sometimes that's the time for the family to step in and go, Hey, mom, dad, whoever it is, uncle Joe, it is time to downsize, uh, instead of signing up for a reverse mortgage. And this is what you need to know. These reverse mortgage companies will force you to take a certain amount. So maybe on that million dollar property, they might force you to take 180 grand. You can't take hundred or you're like, I only need 50 or I need 30. It doesn't work like that. They will take, make you take a big chunk of money. And if you need it again, they'll make you take another big chunk because what the reverse mortgage company wants you to do is they want you to bury yourself. That's what they want to see happen. Yeah. You defaulting on the loan is, is good for them. And the thing that always shocked me is when we're unwinding these and in the case you mentioned right at the beginning of this segment where the person has passed away. And you have a company fighting tooth and nail for every single fee. And, and I want to reach through the phone and, and smack them upside the head and go, you realize this person has passed away. And you're doing this while the family is trying to plan the funeral services and everything else. And it's like, 
why are you going after this $17.32 per day of interest? That's if you can, whatever that's if you can get them on the phone. That's if you can get them on the phone. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's very distasteful to me. It's not a type of business that I would want to be a part of. I'm not saying that there's not a reputable reverse mortgage company out there. There may be. The ones that I have dealt with uh, have been purposefully opaque. They're purposefully make it very difficult to to unwind very difficult to stop the fees they they purposely transfer you to people all the time don't call you back delay things uh, because they're getting paid every day that you don't close that loan out they get paid and that's their business model to make it hard on you yeah two two of the biggest and we'll close here two of the biggest uh ginormous uh fields uh, that investors are investing in right now is not only reverse mortgages, but it's also you look look around you and, and it's self storage, right? Because we all think we're going to downsize and we don't. We don't do the hard work. We don't get rid of our stuff. We go put it in storage. And I don't know if you've looked lately at what self storage costs, uh, but I shared this uh, a couple weeks ago. I had to get some self storage just for a house that I was working on because through the pandemic, uh, the appliances would come at all different times and I couldn't have the appliances in the house. So I had to rent a self storage unit, that unit. And I've rented this unit before I used to rent it for about 300 bucks because I needed it. I needed to have certain type of access. That same unit now is well over $1,200, the same unit. And, and when you go to the self storage place, it's full. Right. So self storage places, you know what they want? They want your stuff. They want you to never come. They want your credit card and they want to be able each and every month to deduct that fee from your credit card. That's what gyms want too. Gyms really don't want you to come work out because if everybody came to work out that joined a gym, uh, they would overflow. And you see that in January. Same with these reverse mortgage companies. They want you to become reliant on that money and that big check. And then they got you. And then they got the house. So, but I will say for some people, like, and, and, and my friend who's my electrician, this is, it seemed to work well for his dad when he was alive. It was just, it was very hard for the kids then to step in and unwind it. And they couldn't. So that's why Ron and I step in and we unwound that. We got the house sold and we still got a pretty nice check for the family as a result. I'll give you the uh, final say on reverse mortgages. Call us first or let's do a sit down first before you sign the reverse mortgage. There are other ways to access equity in your house that are not reverse mortgages. Uh, let's explore everything before you make a decision. So get some real estate advice before and don't just go, oh my God, I did a thing. Yeah. And don't just listen to Tom Selleck because I know he sells a lot of these and he does a really good job selling reverse mortgages. I wonder if he knows all this stuff, though, because he puts his stamp of approval on it. And for people that have grown up with Magnum PI and, and, and a blue blood guy by the name of Tom Selleck, you kind of trust that guy. So anyway, I'm not saying anything about him or, or that Next particular Next thing company. you know, you're going to tell me that the copper bracelet doesn't solve all my problems. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this real estate only episode of the Ron and Don show. If you need us, just reach out. Ron at ronanddon.com or our website is ronanddon.com. 
head up, shoulders back, and we'll see you. Don't forget the show drops every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and now the real estate show on Friday. Yeah, it's the Ron and Don Show. As I said, head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time for episode 518. You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. Oh, hey, on the Ron and Don your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time only 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 on the ron don radio network